The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. To the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, should be a nice day today. Right now, 40 degrees. Uh, wind chill 34. High today, 51. Chance of showers later in the day. But looks like it could rain any minute now. Yeah, it could. It was uh, nice this morning. Our weather today brought to you by Hometown Heating, Cooling, and more. We take pride in our work, guarantee it accordingly and uh, treat every unit as if it were their own. Thanks to Hometown Heating and Cooling for helping us bring you today's weather today, as they will every day on The Morning Show. Hmm. And we'll hear more about Hometown Heating. Yes, we will. Later in, in today's show. Yes, we will. Hmm. Uh, your uh, Michigan football team got some good news last night. I heard they got a recruit coming yeah, in. They did. He announced it on Twitter. He's yeah. the star of the state of Ohio. And I think it's always uh, like a kind of a jab when an Ohioan. Charles Woodson, Desmond Howard, <laughs> where are they from? Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Marshall, he was the Gatorade Football Player of the Year last season, rushed for nearly 2,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Wow. Wow, how about that, Brandon? For uh, Bishop Moeller <laughs> High School in Cincinnati. No relation to Gary Moeller. No relation. Uh, if that news doesn't excite you, Brandon, this will. Uh, you know, if you thought Michigan's basketball season was bad, well, guess what? It's going to get worse. It could. Because, according to ESPN's Jonathan Giovoni, Jet Howard and Kobe Bufkin are first-round picks. ESPN's who? I can't say it again. <laughs> Can you believe that, Brandon? Both projected. That doesn't mean they yeah, but do you think they will? They're both projected in the top 21. I don't know about Kobe. Yeah, I don't know. Yesterday, one of the fathers of a Michigan basketball player took to Twitter to issue a uh, giant middle finger to all those criticizing his kid and other mm. kids playing basketball or being injured and not playing in the NIT. And they're just kids. <laughs> Let's keep trashing the sport. I watched the CBI last night. Do you know what that is? No. It is the College Basketball Invitational. And the reason I watch this is because uh, University of Detroit Mercy player 
Antoine Davis was complaining mm. that he, they didn't get an opportunity to participate in that tournament so he could break Pistol Pete's all-time scoring record. Oh. But Detroit Mercy was 14-9 and nine on the year. And what did I say? 14 and 19, excuse me, thank you. Mm. 14 and 19 on the year. Uh, no team that was invited to the CBI was under 500. So wow. this young man feels cheated, but uh, I, d- I have to disagree. Mm. I tend to disagree, but I did watch that. I'd never heard of the college basketball invitational. Had you? It must be one, one rung down from the NIT. It, when you watch it, it feels like two rungs down. <laughs> it's played in the convention center. Um, in front of only family, family of the team. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the indictment watch uh, going on in uh, New York City. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever been <laughs> indicted? <laughs> indicted. Man, that's a rough, that's a strong word. It is a strong word. Yeah. It, it is. It's a strong word. They use it a lot in the TV program mm. Law and Order. Yeah. Grand jury and indictment. Grand jury. If I ever had to go in front of a grand jury, I would not show up. <laughs> would you? I don't think so. Have we ever had a grand jury in Jackson? I don't know. If we did, it wouldn't grand. be good. Hmm. So uh, no arrest, uh, no news, and mm-hmm. I don't think there will be any no, today. So it is what it is. Uh, Flint water crisis. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a Genesee County judge has uh, approved the settlement number. 600 million 626 million so the state will pay 600 uh city of flint 20 million mclaren regional medical center 5 million and a flint uh engineering firm will also pay 1.25 million now the money is going to like children who are young Mm -hmm. or excuse me persons who are young like six and under when this uh ugh Noah, where'd you find that picture? <laughs> so the money's going to these young kids and they aren't even of age yet. So it's going to be interesting how this all gets shelled out. Obviously, the attorneys will, will get their, their money, which they should. You know, they yeah. absolutely should. But it'll be interesting to see how this money is doled out, if at all, and how. And I, I have no idea. Over 50,000 people have already um, signed the whatever. Consent decree. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they did sign, but in order to try and uh, receive some funds for the harm caused during this crisis. Guess what year this started? Uh, in the 50s? It did, in the 50s. 2014. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Almost 10 years. Uh, speaking of water, Los Angeles and uh, Southern California continue to be hammered by the atmospheric river. Mm-hmm. It's raining like crazy, and it has been in Southern California. But it's not uh, dissuading the teachers in Los Angeles from walking the picket line. Yes. I don't blame them. Well, I don't either. I mean, um, they've, they, haven't, uh, they haven't even been able to discuss uh, a raise. Guess what the average salary for a teacher in the Los Angeles school district is? The second largest school district in the country. All right, I'm going to guess, but I'm not good at this. 41000 32000 Okay, that's yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. When the cost of a single one-bedroom crappy apartment is uh, $35,000 a year <laughs> in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, and, and you know, also... Um, you know, it's not just teachers, it's food service workers, mm-hmm. bus drivers, um, and other staff at schools as well. And when you include well. all those people, the average 
across the district, $25,000 a year. So kids aren't in school. The superintendent of the LA school district makes $440,000 a year. A little wow. disparity there. Yeah, probably. He's probably able to afford a little bit of a nicer uh, mm -hmm. two-bedroom apartment in L.A. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't see an end to that this week. That's for sure. No. They've offered um, some increases, but uh, nowhere near what would uh, make a livable wage for those teachers. I, can't, I couldn't believe it when I heard the, yeah, it's uh, amazing. what they're paying them. Wow. Mm. I uh, got a police blotter, uh, Jackson Police Department. Officers responded to the 800 block of Wildwood for personal welfare check. A subject drove away without their headlights on mm. and drove into a tree. I hate them. Uh, the subject was arrested for drunk driving. You know what I almost did the other day? And it mm. would have been absolutely awful. <laughs> I almost drove away from the uh, Kelly Express mobile on Horton Road with the gas pumps no. almost so yes i had a lot going on so i'm pumping gas and i leave it in there when i go in the store i know you're not supposed to do that but mm -hmm. i do that and i was the gas was not finished being pumped so i put something in the car and then i get in the car start it go forward a little bit and then i'm looking for my phone and stuff catch the, the gas is still going in the mirror and i just really hope rich tallman didn't see it Rich Tallman watches the Well, I videos. was going to tell him, like, hey, look, I almost, I almost caused some damage, but I didn't. But I did, Brandon, it was close. I mean, I drove with that pump in uh, for a little bit. So that was, that's one of my worst fears uh, because I wouldn't know what to do. Do I drive back or do I just leave town forever? <laughs> uh, you drive back and hand in the, the hose to the... Um, to the uh, associate working and say, hey, look, I damaged this. So I know it's happened before. I'm really surprised. Were you alone in the car? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, my daughter was with me, and she didn't even know this was any of it happened, which was great. Mm. Uh, spring break is uh, next week, and unfortunately, uh, those that are going to be um, left in Michigan will be dealing with uh, more winter weather. Oh, that's nice. The long range forecast, uh, it won't warm up until mid-April. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's great news. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I know a lot of people that are traveling have been looking at the weather and um, it's not maybe not going to be as nice uh, down south in some of the locations, but I'm, hey, it is what it is. I know some people that are going up north for spring break. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there's an interesting mm -hmm. one. Now, will they be skiing? Skiing, yeah, they're going. Uh, Justin, uh, going to very nice. Nod. Oh, no, 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 very no, nice. No. Mm -hmm. Very nice. There's a lot of snow up north, and they're going to be getting even more snow this week. Um, there's a sport that kind of started to come out when I was a senior in high school, and you may have seen highlights of it on YouTube. But it's coming back. It's called pickleball. Slam ball. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? I do. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things in the history of the world because it's the most violent trampoline basketball football game you've ever seen in your life. So, yeah, it's coming back. I'm excited. Blake Griffin's one of the investors. So they did this. I think these are from, this has got to be like 2002 or something, Noah. But So they did a couple seasons, and it's coming back. But I love it. And you can uh, violently run into your opponent. 
it just doesn't seem like there is. Look at this. I love it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, mid-air collisions. Well, with the trampoline, it seems hardly fair. Well, that's par it's part of the it's part of the thing. Mm. It's part of the thing. It looks fun. Last night, the city council moved forward to uh, help uh, make more affordable housing options available and for homeless residents. At the meeting last night, the council approved a package of proposals providing more housing and homeless. They are going to use. 3.3 million in ARPA money for new home construction. They plan to spend 3.3 million, uh, build 100 new homes on vacant city lots, hmm. and they're going to buy the old. Uh, what school is that? T. A. Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is the the small housing is that out? The little shed things. Well, if you do the math, 100 new homes with uh, 3.3 million. It's $33,000 a house. The city cannot build a house for $33,000. Well, maybe there's some those kits. The kits. Yeah, possibly. The tiny homes. Yeah, well, I know some people had a lot of, uh, you, know, I, you know, people, there's really not a great solution, obviously, or else it would be done already. Mm -hmm. um, but I know a lot of people were concerned about, you know, these small homes and where they'll be located and how everything will be hooked up. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think... I mean, we definitely, um, we know that we have a lot of homeless here in town, so we definitely know we need more shelter. Mm -hmm. So things are happening. Mm -hmm. uh, they're also going to be, um, with the T.A. Wilson building, they're going to spend $150,000 to turn that into a homeless shelter and temporary housing. So yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. That's yeah, it's going to take uh, more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars to turn that into uh, anything. Maybe, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. not. You know, mm -hmm. they, there's been some um, kind of non-traditional um, things that have happened in that school. Whether it was a daycare, I, I think the YMCA used it a little bit. So there might be some uh, facility upgrades that we just don't know about yet. But mm -hmm. you know, probably doubt it. No. We'll see. Brandon, well, did you go to T.A. Wilson? I did not. Okay. So the city also sold um, 10 vacant city houses to uh, people, individuals, Great. developers. Love it. Um, yesterday, you and I had a chance to walk down um, and officially greet some new neighbors. The Commonwealth Associates mm -hmm. opened uh, their new building, and what a wonderful, wonderful asset uh, Commonwealth headquarters is to downtown Jackson. Yeah, and it's a beautiful building to begin with. It was the Comerica building, and uh, they packed up and moved. And the building that they've done inside is gorgeous. <laughs> this is the cool. employee break room, and it's unbelievable. It's huge, and they've got booths, they've got tables, they've got this full kitchen, um, they've got conference room in the basement that's using the old safe deposit uh, room. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I uh, opened up one of the drawers and it was empty. Really? Yeah. Do you think they probably did that already? Yeah. I asked Derek Bronner, who used to work at uh, this building when it was Comerica, um, where all the uh, jewels and jewelry and 
You ever have a safety bullion. deposit box? He didn't know. I want a safety deposit box, Brandon. You want to get in on one with me? Because you need two keys, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's Rich Collins cutting the ribbon. Rich gave a wonderful, wonderful talk. Um, great job. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful to hear him speak yesterday. Yeah, Rich is a proud graduate of Jackson High School, and there he is with his family. So congratulations to Commonwealth Associates. 100, 120 jobs right now, 60 more. So, and they're all excited about being across the street from yeah. the uh, park and Food Truck Tuesday. Yeah, and it should be cool. Mm -hmm. A lot of, lot of uh, good things happening. Mm -hmm. Hey, Zoe Baum was awarded our JTV Girls Basketball Player of the Year, thanks mm -hmm. to Jeff Steers and our sports department and the over 6,000 people who helped vote. Uh, Zoe, very well deserving of uh, this year's player of the year. And I know Jeff and the team worked very hard on this. So yeah. uh, great job. I'm anxious to see who the boys player of the year is. I have no idea hmm. who it will be. So he could be uh, the best basketball player, boys or girls well, out of Columbia well, ever. Record wise, I mean, yeah. yeah and it, you know, it, it could be for sure. I don't, I don't have all the history in front of me, but um, yeah, she's got one hell of a story. And I got to see her play against uh, Arbor Prep, right, Noah, in that last game? Mm -hmm. uh, she is very, 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 very good. She yeah. recently, uh, she's still open for, uh, open for college. She's not sure where she's going yet. Mm. She decommitted. Uh, yeah, from Concordia. Already, yeah. Yeah. So uh, spring sports has started. Oh, my gosh, it is. And I saw this on my desk this morning, and I almost threw up because <gasps> track and field, and I, and I remember this, and I did not like this time of year for no. track and field the parents can't stand it no but you'll be out there michigan saturday on said 4 p.m girl soccer gabriel richard at lumen christie and that's five o'clock spring sports underway cold and rainy for track and soccer today and parents the reason they have problems with the uh, cold weather and track and field their kid is usually in the first event and the last event, and they have to sit through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did you guys do? Go to the car or go? Did you sit through the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Awful. Supported all the kids. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you did. Who's on the show today? Got a great show coming up. We're going to get things started with Antonio Parker from the MLK Center right after this short break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Today's show is brought to you by Total Landscaping. And for over 26 years, Total Landscaping has offered residential and commercial landscape services at a fair and reasonable prices. Free estimates and fully insured. Call them today, 517-764-3626, totallandscaping.com. And if you play golf out at Ella Sharp this year, you're going to see a huge change in between holes five and seven, thanks to uh, Total Landscaping, you'll be able to find some of those golf balls you used to hit in the woods. Are you referring to hole six? Uh, I am referring to <laughs> hole six, that would be, but no, because they're not lined up like that. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, no. 
No, sorry, I'm not. Uh, speaking of Ella Sharp, there's a sugaring and shearing event, which is the official sign of spring in Jackson. Sunday, March 26, mark your calendars. Join us as we get back out to Farm Lane. Enjoy the wonders of spring on the farm. It's the sugaring and shearing Sunday, March 26th. Yeah, bring, bring uh, some money because uh, Baby Beer Burgers in West Texas and Popcorn Charlie's will all be there along with uh, some other vendors. Yeah, but you don't need to bring your clippers. <laughs> no, no sheep herding this year, but they will be uh, uh, shit, what do they call them? Shear. Shearing. Shear. Shearing. <laughs> Joining us now is the director of the Martin Luther King Jr. Center, City of Jackson, Antonio Parker. Good morning. Morning, how are you guys doing? Doing, doing really well, how are you? Pretty good, just busy. You're always busy. I mean, you're running the King Center. You're coaching a football team with the best facility in the country. I mean, how do you do it all? <laughs> well, I was saying to my wife the other day, I, said, I seem like I am a whole lot busier than I was in years past. And she was like, oh, no, you're gone just as much as you were before. <laughs> Nothing's changed in our world. And so this is my own little bubble. I'm just, I'm, I'm just busier during the day. Yeah. That's all. We sat together at the uh, Blazers' 60th anniversary uh, event Saturday night. Well, that was pretty cool, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, really nice event. It was really nice to see the uh, community come out and support the Blazers. And then the Blazers meant a lot to the community over the last 60 years. Mm -hmm. And it's funny looking back over the years, I didn't realize how many times I started looking back through some old Blazers that I've been in over the years. And I was like, man, I didn't realize how many I've been in. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so uh, it's always been really good. The Wade family's always been really good to, to Jackson community and always to the Parker family also. I've yeah. been on the cover uh, five times, believe it or not. <laughs> so, do you remember the Blazer when you were growing up playing yes. sports and things yeah, like that? I do. I yeah. do. I remember it being at Mr. E's, yeah. uh, specifically. Okay. Uh, and so I remember I, my dad always getting copies way back then. And then now uh, I'm a Southside Deli. I frequent Southside Deli quite a bit. Yeah. And I always pick up my copies from Southside awesome. Deli now. Mm -hmm. Where they're 75 cents. Yes. They're free at Jackson Coffee Company. Oh, I get them for free. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was really cool. At one point, um, Alan Wade's uh, sister asked everyone that has ever been in the blazer to stand up, mm -hmm. and practically the whole, the whole room stood yeah. up. Yeah, it's so it, cool. It's yeah. affected the community for a long time. No doubt. And, so, and, and then they actually said something that was really sticking, and where they said they never thought the blazer would outlive the citizen patriot. Isn't that um, amazing? And that's that's wow. Like when you think about it, it's, yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So spring break next week, anything uh, special at the MLK Center? No, not really, just kind of just our normal programming. Uh, we're probably, the only thing we'll do differently that we always do when school's closed or for snow days is open at noon. Uh, so just a specific, just our general programming, nothing special. We're just gonna kind of get through spring break and then, cause we're getting geared up for a summer. And so <laughs> I gotta pick and choose my spots. <laughs> I was gonna do some special stuff around there. So uh, our summer program's coming up in June. And so I wanted to make spring break be kind of Kind of a cool, just this is normal programming, yeah. and kids are coming at noon, and so they can get in there, run around, and do other good stuff. Yeah, you talked about summer. Uh, one thing that I know has been um, a passion of yours and your teams is baseball. Yep. And um, you guys started two years ago. Yeah, we started two years okay. ago. Just on, a, I, I said to Kelly, and she thought I was crazy, and saying, "Okay, we've never done baseball before with the rec department." I said, "Well, the worst that can happen that doesn't work because we're already not doing it anyway." Mm -hmm. And so we started two years ago, and it was a hit. And then now uh, we're into our second year of full, of full league. And so we don't do it in the spring specifically for because we got little league baseball. And right. Didn't really want to compete with that. Uh, but a little more summer where the kids are looking for something to do. So it's kind of in that swing period of summer where 
the spring programs are ending and then that summer it's like that little four to six week window in the summertime mm -hmm. where the kids are looking for something to do and that's what it's for so practices are typically on tuesdays and thursdays and games are on saturday mornings nice and it, so it's a really good deal yeah it does fill a hole because we don't have north little league we don't have the south little league anymore it's just the only little league southwest southwest, yeah. southwest and then a lot of the uh, the districts have kind of their own you yeah, know for sure. so yeah. yeah it's definitely uh Definitely much needed. And you played baseball, didn't you? Yeah, played baseball all the way from when I was a tyke all the way up through. I played my sophomore year in high school. And yeah. so I struggled between being, our fam my family was a track family. Yeah. And so I was always a tweener between baseball and track. So I ran track my, my uh, freshman year, played ball baseball my sophomore year, ran track my junior year. Then I tore my ACL my senior year, so mm. I didn't do anything in spring. Right. And so I was down for the count my senior year. Yeah. So. Well, if you were in school now, they'd let you do all of it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> It was neat to see uh, the first year start baseball, some of the little girls and boys who yeah. you could tell had never picked up a bat yeah, before. for sure. And that was really one of the reasons why I started it, you know, because through the summer program, we would always do some little baseball stuff throughout the summertime in our summer program. And I would have kids 10, 11, 12 years old that were literally standing on the plate to bat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy, like we don't have an idea. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I kept pushing and pushing and pushing to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's just a need, just a need to give it's, it's America's pastime. When's the last time you've seen a pickup baseball game? That's the problem, right? I mean, it's been, I, I couldn't. You used to be years. able to have a pickup baseball game, even two on two, yeah, three sure. on three. And, you know, it is, it's a hard sport to kind of go out yeah. and gather. And like, you don't, you don't see that anymore. No. You don't even see a lot of the kids, even been at the center every day in the summertime. I mean, kids are still out there on the basketball courts, but just like the different sports, even a pickup football game. Right. You know, you don't even really generally see Right. A, a general pickup game, and then so by the time they get to me in high school, I'm trying to figure out why can't you catch a football? Because <laughs> yeah. the kids just haven't played growing right. up. You know, right. I mean, they yeah. haven't played the basic fundamental of, right. you know, I always teach, we always teach a clock drill when catching footballs, you know, catch a ball here, here, and here, and here. And the kid is like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, anywho, it's just yeah. we, we've got away from some basic sports stuff in our community. When was the last time you had to stop the car to wait for the kids uh, to get their baseball game off the street? We used to play have, on the street. Kids yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, not anymore. No, I gotta put my son in a headlock just to go outside half the time <laughs> and, and 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 play sports. And in my son's defense, you know, for him, he's because dad is the you know guy that runs the center and does youth sports. So he always thinks that in order to play, I gotta organize it. So <laughs> I gotta him and bunch right. of my nephews at the house, and they're like. Hey, are you gonna organize the game? And I'm like, no. I'm like, go play outside. Yeah. Well, you organize everything else. I'm like, no. This is like, just go play. <laughs> and so they live in this world where everything they think everything has to be organized. I'm yeah. like, man, like, no. We learned how to play just That's right. playing in the backyard. Yeah. Is the uh, all the improvements done at uh, the King Center? Yes. All the all the improvements are still are done for the most part. Um, we got some little small things that we're gonna do here soon. Some little small tinks. Um, but we, we pretty much are wrapped up with, with all of our improvements. And so um, the center is busting at the seams in terms of programming. Um, rental, uh, our rentals and our anniversaries and open houses are, somebody asked me yesterday about an open house and I'm like, good luck. Mm -hmm. And I, the only open date I have is like in July. And so we are booked from April all the way through almost July. Wow. And that's Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> How are the uh, Jackson College classes going? It's going well. They're on Tuesdays at the King Center from 6 to 8. Uh, they're going really well. Right now they're teaching the entrepreneurship class. Uh, Cheryl Ragland is a teacher for that. And they have about, about six or seven students that, that, that attend that class on Tuesdays. So like yesterday, it was really fun to see um, the center at, at its full capacity. We got our girls program, Creating Sparks, and the 
Dungey Room and then our Jason Jackson College is in the Brown Room. And then we're piloting a program with DeShane Smith, a yoga program at King Center, and had about 25 uh, people come out last night. And so the King Center yesterday was at its full capacity in terms of the way it's supposed to work. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much, Antonio, for being here. I was going to say, is that a Kansas State color shirt you're wearing? No, I mean, it's, it's, a, ja it's a Jackson shirt, so okay. it's, it's close, but no, right. go green. Good luck to you and your uh, Spartans Thursday night. Always. Thanks, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Antonio Parker from the city of Jackson. More of the morning show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. They're in their 97th year here in business in Jackson celebrating their anniversary. Thank you to Vermeulen's. The Center for Family Health has their school health centers open, fully open now, all four of them, at Parkside Northeast, Northwest, and Jackson High. Need a physical? Feeling sick? Want to learn more about your health? Or if you just need to talk to someone, the Center for Family Health School Health Centers. Joining us now from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, working on the pink ball, Dee Talmadge and Teresa Dirk. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I have Good a question. I have a okay. question, Dee. <laughs> All right. We're jumping right into Ready. it. I'm jumping Ready right for into you. it. Why is it pink? Why is it the pink ball? Yes, why not orange? 86 years ago, the auxiliary of the hospital started this gala to raise money for the hospital. So you can imagine all the amazing things that they've supported over 86 years. Wow. But it's pink because at the time, um, they raised money, but they also volunteered in the hospital. And when they volunteered, they wore pink smocks. Oh, cool. And so we just think it's it's got great origin. So we keep the moniker pink ball kind of behind the, the theme, which changes yeah. every year. It sounds classy, for sure. Sure. Do we ever have candy stripers? Yes. Oh. Sarah Ermatanger still has her smock, her candy striper <laughs> smock. You should ask her about it. Oh my it. gosh. Yeah. She's a who. <laughs> nice. And she's one of our committee members. Yes. I'm very passionate about helping us. So each year you have a theme. Uh, have, is the theme picked out already this year? Oh, yes. yes. Very excited. I'm going to let Teresa take this Teresa, one, because she has just blown it up. Phantom of the Opera. Oh boy. And here we go back to the 86. Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the music for the Broadway production in 1986. So that's why we chose oh, wow. to do the 86th year, the Phantom of the Opera. He didn't put, it didn't get on stage till 88, but that's okay. He wrote the music in 86, so we're running with it. Cool. That's nice. Remember one year it was MASH. You had yes. a big tent, a helicopter. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's been up, remember the Monopoly year? <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've had some great themes, but this one's this one's super exciting. Where is it this year? Is it Country Club? Country Club. Yep. Because one Club. couple years you've moved away. Couple years. Yeah. yeah. But Country Club's such good partners. Mm -hmm. Great food. Great so, atmosphere. So if I go, what what will I get to expect? Will there be dancing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes, Tony Fields. If you guys haven't seen Tony Fields, well, I think you have. I don't know if you have, Bart. I don't think so. He is incredible. Awesome. He fills the dance floor. He's so versatile, so talented. Um, you don't feel like you're just listening to one guy. You really feel like he's yeah. got a whole band behind him. Um, and, and he does. He fills the dance floor. People get super excited. 
The last time I went, the uh, tuxedo I rented, uh, they gave me the wrong pants. Oh, They're man. about eight inches short. <laughs> did you so wear them anyhow? I did. Oh. I, I fashioned the cummerbund so that it, it was a little lower. I oh, just nice. couldn't, I couldn't sit yeah. down. I've got couldn't it. sit down. No. I've got I didn't want to go on the dance floor. That would have been a little, little dangerous. I think we left a little early, too. Yeah, yeah. I've got a good tuxedo rental story. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was in Traverse City and it's a boutique rental uh-huh. style place and my friend the groom was going to try his tux on before, the day before the wedding and he showed up in shorts and sandals and didn't just put his foot in and with bare feet and ripped the entire pant. <laughs> oh my god. You believe that? Oh man. Ripped the pant the at pant. the tuck shop. I, I've never <laughs> laughed as hard as I have in my life. <laughs> That was fun. So, that so was, make sure you get it. Make sure you get it ahead of time so you don't have any problems. Plan ahead, yeah. people. And I think you know, pop, it's becoming popular to buy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I think you did that. Too. I did. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it is always a black tie affair. Mm-hmm. Um, we do like to be fancy for this one. We yeah. some people call it their opportunity to go to a grown-up prom. Yeah, that's a good one. And, yeah. uh, and so we go with that yep. definitely. Teresa, are there any items you can tell us about that will be in the raffle or auctions? Yeah, we're working on some really great pieces. Um, we're going to do a um, museum uh, package where we're going to have, uh, you know, the sh- museums in Chicago, the DIA oh, wow. in Detroit as a whole package as a raffle. We're also working on. Should we say? We should say. We should say. We should say. A yes. Broadway New York City trip. Ooh. I have um, connections with my, through my daughter-in-law. She's. Um, they've gotten us uh, two tickets on Broadway. Two tickets off Broadway, two tickets off off Broadway, and a meeting with the cast to one of those shows that they can see. And they're not designated, so depending on when the couple goes or uh, or the payer that goes, they can choose which show they want to see. And then they're also um, to the restaurants there are um, giving us gift cards because once again, my daughter-in-law has worked in New York City, she was in theater, so oh, cool. she had some connections, and so she got us some gift cards there as well. Oh, well, if you've been oh, dying to cool. go to New York, that would be a popular. That will be a very popular. And you've never been yeah. to New York. I have City. never <gasps> been to New York City. Really? Yes, I've only oh, been to Long Island. Our number one bidder. There you right go. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You yeah. Should, you should. Yeah, I know. I need to. Everyone tells yeah. tells me that. I For need sure. To. So yep. you've got live entertainment for live dancing. Entertainment. We've got uh, the silent auction. We have some raffle too going on. What we have that's really cool is the Jackson Symphony Orchestra is going to work with us. And so we have a pianist who is going to be playing Phantom of the Opera and Broadway music as everybody enters in for the evening and through hors d'oeuvres. And then we have like a quartet, the string from them as well, who will continue that music throughout the the hors d'oeuvres section uh, of the evening. And so we're just super thrilled about all of that. And we've added on we wanted to make more room for more guests. So the um, country club always puts a tent out so you can have your summer weddings and all that. It'll be out, so we're gonna utilize that. Mm -hmm. So we're creating the Phantom's Lair out in that tent. So there's gonna be some props and everything. The hors d'oeuvres will be out there. There'll be a place where people can have their picture taken together with a really cool backdrop. And so we're super excited about this. I believe your son Joe has already announced that he's going to the pink ball. Joe and Katie are going to be Nice. There. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, that should be great. Maybe they'll invite us. But you don't have to be invited to a table or buy <laughs> no. a whole table. If you and your spouse or partner want to go, you 
you, you can just go just the yes, two of you. Everybody's yes, everybody's invited. Yeah. I, think, I think for a lot of years people thought, well, if I don't get an invitation in the right. mail, it's just kind of an invitation-only event. It's absolutely not yeah. true. Not true. You can go to henryford.com forward slash forward slash pink ball, all cool. one word. And there's all kinds of information about sponsorships, tickets, <coughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. You can buy them right there. Everyone's included. Mm. So the, it's a fundraiser. Yes. 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 What are you going to do with the money? It's such an important <coughs> cause this year. We're so excited. Um, we've, we've had a, a donation that has allowed us to uh, create the Henry Ford Jackson Hospice Endowment Fund, which will, uh, you know, in perpetuity support mm -hmm. the existence of the hospice home. And, um, and we're, we feel so strongly that the continuum of care um, goes, you know, from the time you're born to the time that you, you know, that you pass. exit, that you pass. And um, providing that compassionate and dignified care for not just the, the patient, but for mm -hmm. the entire family is so important. And it says something about a community that supports not only you know mm -hmm. um, coming into this world but a, a really dignified exit so um we're excited that that's our our beneficiary this year and, and we know it'll 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 touch people's hearts as yeah. it should great benefit to the community yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. we've all known someone that's um, yes absolutely no doubt absolutely and it's also in-home taking their people yeah. from in-home if they do in-home care that's going to take care of yeah. as well wow. and yeah. if you don't have the ability to pay that's what this is for yes too so it yeah. takes care of that takes that relief and stress off of, not the, re gives people relief, takes the stress of not being able to pay off of the table. So you can just be with your loved one through that right. process. Be a family member yeah. again. And I think that's what most people come out of a hospice experience thinking is, um, you know, I was a caregiver, maybe for a short time, maybe for a very long term, but that hospice service, whether it was in home or at the hospice residence, gives folks a chance to just be a family member again mm -hmm. and say a really meaningful goodbye. Yeah. Great. Well, I hope you sell out. Thanks for coming. I'm sure today. we will. We will. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Everybody we'll just see. needs to come. We'll it's going to be there. a blast. <laughs> Great. Uh, Teresa Dark is Senior Event Specialist and E. Talmadge Senior Development Officer for Henry Ford Health, Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, and the Pink Ball. More of the morning show coming up. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. Coming up on April 1st, it's a fun day planned at On Two Wheels, Jackson's full service. Bicycle shop, outstanding pricing, exceptional customer service. It's unbelievable. If you bring your bike in for a checkup, you don't even have to get out of your car. Really? Just say, take it off the rack and take, you know, because it's spring checkup season. 550 Lawrence Avenue, they're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 5. Happy anniversary to On Two Wheels and happy savings to you. Uh, big party April 1st, giveaways, food and drink, everything's on sale and giveaways. I think they're giving away one of those e-bikes that oh, everyone's wow. got in the big cities. Uh -huh. So hopefully uh, I win. That'll be cool. Uh, we've got opportunity to check out the jobs available at Michigan Department of Correction in Jackson. On Thursday there's a all day long open interview day where you can check out the place. 
hear about all the various opportunities, not just corrections officers, but food service, healthcare, uh, administration, and you can apply in person on the spot, bring your gym clothes, and you can do the fit fitness test and get hired on the spot. That's Thursday at uh, the Jackson Area Correctional Facilities, and they're doing it at the training complex on Cooper. Gym clothes? Bring your gym, gym clothes. clothes. Bring your athletic wear or gym <laughs> clothes, as uh, Bart would say. Our next guest on today's show is the owner of Hometown Heating, Cooling, and More. Tina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's amazing that you're finally here. We're so happy that yes, you're finally yes. here. Yes, thank um, you for having me. Tell us a little bit about Hometown. You guys are getting ready to celebrate almost 15 years in business. We are. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. We're um, just a small family-owned company yeah. in Parma and um, just trying to take yeah. care of people's HVAC needs. You guys are a big part of Parma, uh, both supporting the community, but... Uh, you can't go downtown Parma without running into yeah, hometown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parma's pretty small, yeah. so, um, but we do love the community. It's been um, very welcoming. Is that your hometown? Um, no, actually, I grew up in Jackson, and my husband grew up in Stockbridge. Okay. Yeah. So how did um, how did hometown start? Um, so uh, me and my husband were sitting around one day, yeah. and we just were kind of talking about it, and we just were like. We just got to do this. So That's we cool. didn't have much money and put everything to it. And here we are today. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, seeing you guys grow and I've uh, gotten to know a little bit of your staff. And uh, it's teammates. a team. It's yeah, teammates. teammates. That's what I was getting to. It's yep. a team it philosophy. A team. Absolutely. Yeah. We're truly a team. All right. We're in the shoulder season here. We're <laughs> half winter, half spring. Yeah. Yep. Yep. People are using... Kind of in between. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is that a good time for you or for uh, people to maybe do something to get their uh, system all set, checked for them? Yeah, so um, we usually like it to be about 55 degrees to do air conditioner tune-ups. Okay. So hopefully within the next month or so we can start getting those going. Now you guys have a, uh, a home maintenance prevention plan. Yep. Which when you and I were talking about some of the... Some of the uh, things that happen when you start up a furnace or start up uh, an air conditioner for the first time, a lot of those things can be prevented with routine maintenance. They and, can. And you guys have a nice program, yeah. very, very reasonable. Yeah, our preventative maintenance plan, it's two visits a year. We come out in the spring and we clean the air conditioner and we clean your dryer vent. And then in the fall time, we come out and clean the furnace and then um, we flush and inspect the water heater as well. Hmm. We tag all your shutoffs in your home too. Yeah. Your main shutoffs are gas and water so that you ever have a situation you know exactly yeah. where to go and what to shut off if you turn on your furnace for the first time and a black cloud comes <laughs> out of the register is that a yeah. bad thing i would say give us a call <laughs> i was trying to figure out how old my furnace was the other day and i just yeah i'm not sure i think if you have to ask that question you should probably get it might be time at. to update it yeah you know uh yeah. changing your filter is the most important thing right that you can do honestly it's the it's very inexpensive and very, very important. I'm sure you've gone into homes where the filter's never been changed. We have. Yeah, yeah some people don't even realize that there's a filter in there or um, they don't change the filter during the summer months because they don't realize that the furnace is running when mm -hmm. your air conditioner is running. So, hmm. you know, I guess if you, like, I, before this, before I worked in this business, I probably yeah. had no clue either, you know. Yeah, you don't think about it. Just press a button and there mm -hmm. it goes. Now, the... Um, uh, old, old, old furnaces, mm -hmm. uh, and there's some really old houses. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Are, are, is anyone still burning coal for their furnace? 
No, yeah. no, but we do still have quite a bit of fuel oil. Mm. So, um, and, and we're trying to move away from fuel yeah. oil. Um, how, how inefficient are some of these old furnaces running? I mean, you're talking like 20, 30 years and just the technology changes in the last 15 yeah, since you've yeah, started. Yeah, they're very inefficient. Yeah. They really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, some furnaces we go to, they might be 20 to 30 years old, but they still are in really good shape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not just the furnace. Uh, there's all this technology, uh, smart thermostats, mm -hmm. and I know you guys yep, specialize in yep, those. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think people like to be able to control their yes. heat from their phone. Yes. I mean, that's just the new thing. Everybody wants to control everything from your phone now. Especially so. when uh, you know you have kids at home monkeying around yes, with everything, yes. and you can lock them out too. Yes. We, oh, that's a good one. We have, we actually do that at our house. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I should mention you a big family. I know you spent a lot of time traveling around the vo uh, travel volleyball yes, circuit. Yes, we do. Just got done yes, with we that. do. We're actually, we just started back up for oh, spring perfect. season. Yep, perfect. So back in the gym. What's the furthest you'll go for? Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Trouble. furthest we do is Grand Rapids, no. so but, it's it's like a two-hour yeah. travel but time. But here's the deal: if there was something in Chicago, or yeah, you'd go. we'd go, you'd go, we'd go, you'd go, you'd just yes. go, yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd go. So it's a fun sport. So now, it did is. you grow up playing volleyball? I do, I have no idea. So about you're volleyball. learning it. I through, am. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. Are you one of the parents that yells from the? You know, I don't. Um, <laughs> And I really don't appreciate those parents. <laughs> like, you're not the coach. Try not to coach they, you your kid what? from the sideline. You know great. what I mean? Like, we need to record that and uh, just send that out. Yeah, you know, coach you a team if you want to, but don't don't go. coach your, your kid from the sidelines because right. no. that's it's, tough on your kids. And it's tough on the coach. It is yeah. absolutely. I, I was sitting next to parents <laughs> on your team that were yelling from the stands. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, no, you can't. I think what happens is, is when parents get into that venue, something comes over them. Yeah. And then they just feel like they can, anything that comes out, you know, like stuff comes out of their mouth that would never come out of their mouth. Right. And it's, so, right. I don't know. You know where I see, Tina? Uh, you're, you guys, you and Roger, you're at a lot of um, community events and you support a yes. lot of our mm -hmm. community yeah. institutions. I think it was Listen, was the community brothers. supports us. So yeah. we are yeah. all for, you know, Pouring that support back into the community for yeah, sure. Yeah, you guys partnered with uh, Trips Collision and uh, the Big Brothers Big Sisters mm -hmm. event. Yep. And uh, Gosh, they what do, a cool they event. They do great things yeah. at Big Brothers Big Sisters. I mean, that is, I had no idea about that until yeah. we started doing that. That's, That's cool. a really good situation for the youth in our community. Yeah, yeah, and you just don't write a check. You, you guys You're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, of yeah course. we try to be there as much as we can. That's awesome. What's the ideal temperature for sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> you know, before I was 40, it was like 73. Now I'm like 66. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it used to be my husband would turn the furnace down, and now he's turning it up. Yeah. So That's just typical, right? I yeah. I mean, husband and wife do not agree on the temperature no. ever, right? We, no. Mm -mm. Never. Mm -mm. Do you control it from your phone after he goes to sleep so, or something? You know, That's the funny thing do. is is that <laughs> I used to, I really don't like air conditioning. I like the fresh air. Me too. So I'm not the really big air conditioning okay. person. So when he's not home, I got the windows open and, you know, the air might be on. <laughs> but then I turn it, you know, turn the windows down and turn the air up before he gets home so he it's doesn't exactly realize what's really going on. Same in our house. Yeah, yeah. same yeah. exact thing. I love the fresh fresh air. Yeah. And yeah. But I didn't know how much I loved air conditioning until I grew up without air conditioning. Yeah, we didn't have Did air conditioning either. Air yeah. Conditioning yeah. Too? yeah. yeah. 
Do you remember oh. that? <laughs> I do remember that. But we had those big fans. They were very Yeah, they were yeah. very nice they fans. Air. They were Push that sweat fans. around on your face. Yeah, really nice. You lay on the carpet. It's cool down there. Entertainment. <laughs> Somehow you survived. I did. We, we did. I did. It's we did. fine. I did. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much for helping me survive. Yep. Thanks for all that you guys do for the community. Thanks for being part of yes. uh, JTV. Absolutely. It's an honor. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're happy to, to be see, here. We're going to get to see Tina on, uh, on the weather coming up. Uh, after spring break, we've got some uh, exciting weather forecasts we're yes, going to be giving Jackson. Yes, we're looking forward to that. Yes. Tina, thanks so much yeah. for uh, being with us today. Absolutely. And thanks to you and everyone at Hometown. Thank you. Tina from Hometown Heating, Cooling, and more on The Morning Show. More coming up after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. We have today's Florida Man story. A Florida man was arrested for slapping his wife with a slice of pizza. <laughs> yes. What? Yes, they got it. What a way to ruin a perfectly good slice of pizza. Cortello uh, Lazaro Alfonso <laughs> carried out the bizarre attack during a domestic disturbance. They were arguing about how to discipline their son. <laughs> so the police arrived and they documented that pizza sauce splashed on the victim's shirt, or shirt collar, the back of the shirt, uh, remnants of pizza in her hair and near her ear and sauce also found on the walls and ceiling of the kitchen. Wow, he must have really hauled off. You know, Noah said something up there uh, that, that resonates with me. It had to be a DiGiorno pizza <laughs> because no one would waste a slice. That's true. Yeah. And well, unless I had mushrooms on it and the guy didn't like mushrooms. <laughs> I was like, told you to quit ordering mushrooms on my pizza. <laughs> no, apparently they've kissed and made up. Oh, that is very, very weird. Weird story. Yep. Uh, who's on the show tomorrow? The show tomorrow is a great show. We have Phil Fishmeister from Cascades Golf Course. We'll also have Matt Flynn from On Two Wheels to talk about their anniversary party. And from 100 Women Who Care, Jane Ohila and Patty Sete. Jane and Patty on the show oh, wow, for the fun. first time ever. And I'm very excited to talk to them. They are, uh, they're a hoot. They are a hoot. Yep. Uh, later today, uh, Fred Parker from South Central Michigan Virtual, Erica Estelle from American One Credit Union, Shelly Lewis, Stephanie Salisbury, Claudina Kessner, and then uh, a visit to ShopRat, all coming up later today, starting at 1. Thanks for watching this morning. We'll see you this afternoon.